0: Fans of, end of, Jesus, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fans of Jesus. Fans of Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I started reading off here and stumbled over what I was saying. (laughs) I'm not even that drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. Fans, the end of the wrestling week is here, and the Wrestlegeddon is upon us once again. Uh, I, of course, am the quintessential stud muffin, C.M. Heat, and I'm joined this week by his hardcore holiness, the Tennessee Jesus. What's going on, Carl?
1: What's going on, man?
0: A whole lot. Um, Should we uh, make up something for Garrett, or just... uh go ahead and share the big news with everyone
1: all right That's, so generally yeah. we, we make up uh some big lie about why Jared is uh not on the episode uh but the truth is is he's actually on tour with uh chubby keith uh selling homemade uh tech <laughs>
0: homemade hacky sacks that's actually a side hustle um so uh homemade hacky sacks at Toby Keith concerts in the parking lot so he's not even like officially working for Toby Keith he just follows him around and sells hacky sacks in the parking lot <laughs> I don't does That does I can't imagine that goes over very well at a Toby Keith concert you think he'd be more like falling around like the <laughs> Like Sublime or like this the surviving grateful dead members like following them around that tour or something, or even like a fish concert. Like <laughs> I can understand why he puts more money into this business than he actually makes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wrong, wrong market, buddy. We keep trying to tell him yeah. that he just doesn't listen.
1: <laughs> he doesn't. I'm like, dude, you could probably sell more solo cups at a Toby Keith concert than you could Hacky Sex.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, especially with uh Toby Keith's face printed on him, I think it'd be pretty
2: good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It's the
0: random shit he does that kills me. Like <laughs> he's not here. It's always, it's always something random with him. Like smuggling drugs across the Mexican border, yeah. selling hacky sacks at a Toby Keith concert. He's really got his side hustles down to a to something a little more stable.
1: Yeah, he needs to well, like settle down. Is what he needs to do.
0: He does. He needs to settle down. He needs to find someone and settle down.
1: Yeah, he needs to find like some hot chick, you know, and just you know settle down with her.
0: Yeah, so all that's going to keep him in line, and you know, stop him from yeah. selling hacky sacks at a Toby Keith concert. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so random. You know what else is random? The random band theme of the week. Let's go. I am
2: gonna, oh, gonna put this on? So random. For fuck's sake.
0: All right. Who we got? DJ Khaled. Khalid, Khalid, whatever you want to call him. Um, okay. Basically just a producer <laughs> who said shit on his songs and has other people do the actual work.
2: I mean, he makes the, the music and then it's, the music. Up on- it's and it's bad. Like I, it took what?
0: me a while to find something that I, that I liked to pick for a theme for him. It just what? Um, just I don't, it doesn't resonate with me. Like, the, we don't
1: know them, so that I mean, that's true too, because you wouldn't know. So, it's not like
0: it's not what I'm used to, like with what I listen to, like Wu Tang and Dre Method Man. I mean, of course, Method Man is all done by Rizzo, but I mean, it's like when you listen to those, like you get a sense of the music, like you feel the beat, you feel like the rhythm and everything. It's just, I I can't get into it with like some of these newer producers. Like, it just doesn't connect with me at all. So,
1: I do think Kaladama is necessarily new. He's been out, you know, like a decade now.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I I just don't think he's like the caliber of a producer of like a Dr. Dre or RZA. you know,
2: something like that.
0: I wouldn't even put him in the same. I wouldn't even put him in the same caliber as as you know Diddy and all he did was sample '80s tracks.
2: So.
1: Oh yeah, no, he, he's not. Uh, Diddy yeah, had like iconic, iconic songs. But, yeah, he's not on that level. He he's good though. Like as far as, like you know, hip hop DJs, he he's he holds his own. I mean, there's people I enjoy more, but yeah. Um, I
0: did find. I did find a couple tracks on there that I thought were good. Um ultimately I picked um It ain't safe. Okay.
2: Thought
0: that was a pretty good like heel heelish type yeah. track to, to come out to. So
1: Yeah. So uh everybody knows me knows I'm a Big Kanye West fan. Kanye for president. Let's do this. <laughs> um but uh, uh I, wanted I wanted to pick this. I wanted to pick this. I wanted to pick this song when we had the Kanye West song. Uh, yeah. I can't remember to pick for that, so I don't know if I picked this, but I didn't because it get like not so DJ talent song. But I'm going with. I think it's time for me to go hard. It's the hood I'm from. I do it for the hood because he told me I could. <laughs> I fucked up DJ Khaled's part. He, the only part he had in the fucking phone and I fucked it
2: up. Awesome. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: but uh, go hard, uh, Kanye West, DJ Khaled.
2: All right, what do we what do we got for next week? Oh, okay. In
1: honor of uh, September, well, I guess technically it won't be September when they hear this, but in honor of uh, September, we have a uh, Green Day. What? <laughs> I was
2: going to say, we got Green Day? <laughs> we got Green Day. <laughs> so
0: we'll, we'll wake you up here in a week so
1: <laughs> well, the, uh, the next uh, episode will be coming out the first so technically it won't be September oh well, it'll be September ends so yeah <laughs> everybody can wake
0: up awesome It's just gave me a solid intro idea for next week too <laughs> cool alright so green day for next week that should be pretty good I like green day that's some pretty I-
1: I like Green Solid Day. Yeah. They're like later stuff isn't that all that like after, anything after American Idiots it, not all that good, but yeah. everything up until then was pretty good.
0: Um, I believe my class song was actually "A uh, Good Riddance."
1: Oh, uh, I actually played that song at my dad's funeral.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. or a memorial service, or whatever we call it. Yes. There you go. All right. So, uh before we get into everything, I just want
0: to remind everyone to uh, hit us up on our social media outlets. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook just by searching Pod with 1D or 2Ds, depending on the um, social media handle. But most of the Pretty much everything's going to come up with the WrestleGen podcast with 2D. So, just got to type that in there. Yeah. You'll be able to find us. Um, TikTok as well. We're on TikTok too. Even though we haven't had much activity on TikTok, but yeah. Try to get some stuff up there.
1: You get some unboxings or something on there, right? yeah, there's some. there
0: are some unboxings on there. There's some snippets from older shows on there. So, there, there's some okay. stuff on there. So, you can go back and check that out. Go follow us on there updated for when we actually do drop some new content on there. Um, okay. YouTube,
1: though... If they follow us, that? we might... Uh, I say if they start following us, we might do some more stuff up there. So, you to yeah. see us on TikTok. Follow us. Give us some likes and some views, and we might do some more shit up there, like, you know, twerk and some booty shorts or something.
0: Yeah. I have no ass, so I don't know how that's going to work out, but...
2: <laughs> we'll try We're to so
0: twerk. I'll shove some pillows down my pants. (laughs) Oh, awesome. But uh, we do have some new stuff up on YouTube. uh, That's youtube.com slash for the collection, which you can follow for the collection on Instagram too. That is our sister Instagram account. Pretty much focuses more on the toy side of things uh, since I'm an avid toy collector. So check that out as well. Uh, We do have the unboxing of the new generation arena. Um, if you got like 15 to 20 minutes, I think it's about 20 minutes. You got 20 minutes to kill. You can watch me clean off my table, um, completely redo my entire arena setup, go through the unboxing of the new gen arena, put that together and all that stuff set up. So pretty cool for that. Um, we do have some unboxings coming up as well. Um, of course the ultimate edition diesel and doink that came with the new gen arena. Uh, just got my shipping notification for the uh, legend for the ultimate edition Macho Man. That was for the early bird backers for that, so I should have that next week. So for unboxing for that and the legend Stacy Keebler. Uh, we also have something that's going to premiere on Sunday. Uh, I believe I have it set up for noon, so Sunday at noon. Keep your eyes on the YouTube channel. Uh, another installment of Gone and Forgotten Toys. Uh, which will feature a look back at the Dino Saucers toy line from the uh, awesome 80s cartoon Dino Saucers. I don't know if you remember that one, Carl. Uh, I don't think so. You
2: said saucer? Dino Saucers? Dino so Saucers. Like <clears throat>
0: it was basically like aliens... Like dinosaur aliens that come to work Earth. It's like it's like Transformers, um, but dinosaurs.
1: They're like, yeah, they're like uh, they like walking. They're like like humanized dinosaurs. They walk and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't like watch it avidly, but I think it was like on like free run syndication on like Cartoon Network yeah. or some
0: crazy Cartoon had it for a little bit. um When it first came out, I think USA was airing it. It was like a Dino Power Hour, so it was like dinosaurs and like Denver, the Last Dinosaur.
1: Yeah, I saw it when I watched it. it, um, Like I didn't watch it, like I said, avidly. I just like caught it a few times. It came on like two in the morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the uh, the toy line never saw release here in the U.S. Like the only. The only place that toys got produced and released were in Brazil. So it's like one of the hardest toy lines to actually find.
1: Oh, okay. Do you so have some?
0: I had, don't have any. These toys, these toys are freaking... For like a beat up one, it's like hundreds of dollars. Oh, okay. Like I it, get it. Just in no accessories and like mint in box was upwards over like a thousand or more, depending on the... The figure. So, this is crazy the prices for these. But yeah, definitely check that out if you want to learn more about the the Dinosaurs toy line and a little bit about the cartoon. So, that'll be premiering Sunday at noon. God, I like doing the the Gone and Forgotten toys. I think one of the other ones I was looking at doing was uh,
2: Swat Cats,
0: which is on Cartoon Network in the 90s. Okay. You
2: should do the. Uh... The uh biker mice. Oh, biker mice from Mars. Micro yeah. Oh,
0: that toy line was awesome. Those yeah. things are expensive too. Like I was trying to track some of those down and like the the mice, like the, the biker mice characters with the bikes are just insane. Like hundreds.
1: Actually well, she kept bears, huh?
0: So that's the thing. Like, I never really had any of those. Like my cousin did.
1: Uh, yeah, I was probably younger than you, so I had. Some.
0: Yeah. So is that one? There is the. Um, was it the Wild West Cowboys? Mumesa was another one. That mm-hmm. um, didn't have any toys for, but I had like relatives that did that were pretty cool. So, there's like few few toy lines out there. They're kind of like. Say, the,
1: uh, a cartoon that was crazy was the. uh, Cause it had nothing to do with the movies the mighty ducks
0: remember that i do and i love that cartoon <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome i actually have a few of the figures floating around um down here somewhere that i found at a uh at the uh, raleigh flea market they're like a buck each like they're beat up but it's like hey for a dollar like that's pretty cool so,
1: how long ago was that because like last time i went to the flea market it was like people with like overpriced toys
0: yeah, this was, this was a few years ago. Okay. Probably like four or five years ago when I found those.
1: It's like, like you go there now, and it's like these people that have these. Like, I'm not a toy collector, but I'm not anything like that. But even if I was, like, some of these people was like, oh, yeah, here's a fucking rock that got drawn on with a crown. They want $20 for it. It's like, yeah. no, dude, it's not. That way you think it's worth.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, dude had a. Uh, there's one guy that's always outside in the same spot. Like every time I go there, he's always got some some decent stuff. Like I've bought some like Dick Tracy figures from him. Um, like a couple other things that were like kind of low end pricing. Mm-hmm. But this dude, like, it literally rained and he left his shit out on the table. He had stuff that was like still in the package that um... got. And he's still trying to charge full price for it. Like, nah, dude, like, this shit just got wet, and you're trying to charge me your sticker price for it? Nah, I'll give you half of that, because the box is damaged now. He said, "No, nah, I can't do that. I was like, yeah, fuck you then, buddy. So, it's going to sit here. Ain't nobody going to buy it. So, I go back there, like, three, four weeks later, <clears throat> and he's got that same toy still sitting there. And he actually dropped the price on it down to what I was going to offer them the first time for it (laughs) so I was like yeah like I'm not even going to give that to you now (laughs) it's freaking ridiculous but yeah they're just overpriced stuff because they see like oh well I saw this was selling for this much on eBay yeah that's in like mint condition packaging with all the accessories not sun faded and rained on yeah (laughs) <laughs> all right so yeah for sure hit us up on social media um all that fun stuff and uh let's let's get into the uh the meat and the potatoes here uh let's talk survivor series war games now just uh, i'm excited for this I'm mm-hmm. excited Kind of makes me wonder what they're going to do with uh, NXT that weekend
2: then. Because that's usually when we got War Games was uh, the NXT show. Yeah. Well, I'm psyched.
0: Let's see what the, what the main roster can do. Well, then again, like half the people on the main roster have been in a War Games match anyway now. So it means... <laughs> there shouldn't, be, shouldn't be too far of a stretch. Uh, but Triple H should say during that press conference, that, uh, interview that there will be, uh, two war games, matches, um, it was announced. I think later on that one's going to be, we'll have a men's match and a women's match, um, mm-hmm. also said that it won't be brand versus brand like survivor series has been in the past. Um, it'll be more storyline driven as far as the teams go. So with that,
2: let's, um, give our picks for. Predictions for the uh, Survivor Series teams.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, This one's kind of tough, because, like, when you say, like, storyline-driven, like, I'm like, so one team will probably be heel. So it's, like, do you go with, like, the Judgment Day, or do you go with the Bloodline? like, as, like, your heel your heel faction
0: i could see i could see a mix of the bloodline and
2: judgment day do like what the usos and uh priest so, and and finn and or finn. maybe and it, yeah, it on i uh, doing uh, five
1: or six man
2: what's well, usually like
0: five right is it five five man teams it's either five or six i can't remember I think it was five. Uh we'll we'll just do five. <laughs> do five
1: uh, and you, could do, you could do the Usos, uh, semizane. Yeah,
0: so you and, could do the entire
1: line if Roman's not
0: defending the title.
1: Well, I I figured you probably wouldn't have Roman in it. Like Roman would probably defend the title or something. That's why I said you could do like the Usos and Semizane and, and, or Solo. I would do Sami Zayn because then you know, like, Sami Zayn takes a pinfall or something, like, oh, he lost the cement, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. Um. But yeah, the USO, Sami Zayn, uh, Damian Priest, and Finn uh, uh, Amid- Balor. Amid- it, it, it huh? Oh, Domin- Domin- oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe move Sami Zayn out and Usos uh Dominic uh uh Damien Priest and, and Finn, Finn Balor. Yeah.
0: That would not be too bad. Because then you can do um uh like another phase tag team, <laughs> like maybe the Street Profits
1: It'd be uh Raven Myster- Mysterio it's- and Edge um and, and styles then, huh and styles style, yeah those styles in there and and then uh we need like two uh people that kind of food with the usos a little bit i guess they're the street profits like you said
0: yeah like the profits hit row um I'm trying to think of, like some raw tag teams because it's
1: not yeah. the uh <laughs> This is this is my list, dude. You got to create your own. <laughs> right, got, I'm just, so, oh. I'm Try, just, just kidding. What I'm going. So. Um, or or you know, you don't necessarily have to do factions. You could just do something like your bigger heels, like you know, get theory in there. Um, maybe Rollins, like theory Rollins. Um, um
2: Kevin Owens. Um
1: what's another heel that kinda like has been kinda. Well,
0: Owens, he moved, Owens is a face now.
1: Oh, he got a face?
0: Yeah, he just went he just kinda went face over the last couple of weeks. Oh fuck. Kevin Owens. Why did you do that for? Yeah, because he uh uh, beat down uh, theory, so he's been like kind of partnered up with Gargano right now.
1: Okay, so then uh, maybe Corbin,
2: yeah,
1: they always get him involved and should, he shouldn't be in, so I could see them. Well, <laughs> Vince is not there, so maybe not,
2: yeah. That's a tough one. With well, it being storyline driven. Yeah. So they're just like brand versus brand. Which is better to me because
1: it's like you have like. Heels versus faces, which is like how it should be,
0: you know? Yeah, And it and, it makes more sense because then you've got like, say you put Riddle on one on the face team and you got Rollins on the the heel team. So you're still able to continue <clears throat> uh, that story arc between the two of them without having to put them in another singles match together. So it adds like a whole other element to that that storyline.
1: Yeah. And then also, it's like you know who to cheer for and you know who to boo. Type yep. thing. Yeah. It, it's not like you're not conflicted because it's like, That's... oh, hell
0: no. on Because that's essentially what they did in NXT. Like, everyone that was involved in these War Games matches, like, they had some sort of storyline going, like, with... Because it was pretty much everyone versus Undisputed Era. So, like, whoever was in that match had something with Adam Cole or had something with Fish and O'Reilly or had something with Strong um, when he eventually uh, joined UE. So, there was always something... Um like some sort of storyline working with that. So definitely doesn't make sense. Um I don't know, I'd probably do <coughs> you are definitely going to have to have someone from the bloodline in one of those matches. Just So, you know, I'd probably do the Usos and then do like um <coughs> uh Rollins theory and
2: Hell, uh, maybe Corbin and then do, uh, for the face team, court, Riddle, uh, Owens, Gargano, and I'd probably say the Street Profits because they've been like the, the biggest, um, back and forth with the Usos recently or the New Day. I'd probably, I'd probably do a younger, uh, newer team though. So, probably, the I'd probably do street profits for those ones.
1: Then, uh,
2: female, uh, probably gonna be Bailey, Dakota guy, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, uh, definitely.
2: <clears throat>
1: and then, what would you like two more?
2: Um.
1: I guess Becky. Uh, okay.
0: and, uh, the, I think Becky. Becky's gonna be face when she comes back because she kind of uh, she cut like a really big face promo when she was leaving. I think she wants to come back as a face.
1: I got you.
0: As if she comes back at this time, that would be a good time to bring back um, Sasha and Naomi.
1: Mm,
2: oh, not that, not they, as
1: equals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but. It, also, too, you don't want like a surprise entrance yeah. in the war games. I don't know. Every once in a while they used to do it in WCW where it's like "And we got our secret weapon. and It's like Flix Luger or somebody. Uh,
2: I'm trying to think of like maybe uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda.
1: Uh, I don't know. Is Ronda officially a heel?
0: I think so. Um, I guess apparently, at live events they've been uh, pairing Shayna and Ronda up as a tag team. So it could be the uh, the next move for Ronda Rousey, you know, instead of doing the singles run. Yeah, but I can see the two of them or Natty and someone else, but it doesn't really make sense. <clears throat> Since um Shayna and Rhonda both have something with Liv, Liv could be on the the face team.
1: Yeah, you probably have Liv and Bianca because usually, like Bianca, they try to push her, so yeah. she's like the face. So
0: team. everything. The, yeah, the women's team would definitely be Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa, and then maybe Liv Morgan or. I kind of almost feel like they'd have to have one of the women defend the title. Defend one of their titles on the pay per view, and that possibly could be live if they put um Bianca in the War Games match.
1: Well, if you're gonna have Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io uh, Shirai, then yeah,
0: you have to have Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa. Yeah, I still think they bring back Naomi and Sasha and pair them up with the the face
2: team It'd be the perfect time to do it. Yeah, that's that's my that's my picks. <laughs> Yeah. it's been a
0: tough one but other than that it should be a pretty solid match though overall really? got me excited for a survivor series i've been excited for a survivor series in a long ass time
1: yeah i just hope they have like the traditional survivor series
0: yeah i think they should do that um when we were talking a little bit before we started recording about the um the war games i think they should do that with the tag teams like some of the uh
1: the Elimination Chamber started off at Survivor Series, didn't
0: it? it? that Survivor Series or New Year's Revolution?
1: I want to say it started off at Survivor Series, like the first one, or Shawn Michaels one.
0: I, might, I think, actually, I think it was Survivor Series. Yeah, I think that was, because that was like two thousand, like three, four, somewhere on there, 2002. It had those crap brown those crap brown tights. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: It was like uh, he might uh, could have been wearing blue. I can't even remember.
0: Oh, he wore, I think he wore jeans in that match. He wore jeans and a wife beater.
1: Yeah, I don't think he was even supposed to win. Like, Triple H got injured and taught him to yep.
2: finish. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah, Survivor Series war games. That should be fun.
0: Uh, let's see a couple things from the week. Uh, i trying to have to recap a whole lot on here, but, uh, Rollins versus Lashley kicked off raw, uh, for the U S title, which is actually a really good matchup. Uh, of course you had interference from Riddle, uh, costing, uh, Rollins a matchup against Lashley, uh, which, you know, kind of didn't hurt Rollins momentum at all. Um taking the L for this since it wasn't like technically a clean loss. Was some interference, even though uh Riddle didn't put his hands on Rollins. Um, but what do you think about Rollins going for the US title at like this stage in his career?
2: Um
1: I mean Bobby Lashley has the US title and He's been doing
0: a little bit longer than Rollins. Uh, I'm just saying, like, because I think, me personally, I think Rollins is a bigger draw than Lashley. So, like, I'm not, like, Lashley with the U.S. title doesn't seem, like, off to me. But, like, Rollins now, with how over he is with the crowd, kind of seems like... Like it makes you wonder, like, is Rollins like above holding the U.S. title, or will this help elevate the U.S. title more than what they're doing
2: now with Lashley? Um.
1: Yeah, I I would say, because it's kind of weird. Because this is a good question. It's not like like it's something I like can to really think about. Because Rollins, like, I would say if Rollins was older. Like, he could elevate the U.S. title, but like, he's still kind of in his prime. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, it's, you know, Chris Jericho or something holding the U.S. title or something like that. It's like, no, here's a guy in his prime that's already been uh, U.S. well, I don't know if he's been U.S. champion, but he's held mid card belts and that. Uh, The WWE belt. Um, Yeah. And he's not, like, in a member of, like, any kind of faction, like, the show kind of dominance or anything like that. And it's, like, not, like, a company versus quite company or anything that would make it seem cool for him to have. I would say, I would say maybe. Maybe he, you know, he's too good for the belt. Or he wrote us a need the belt to be,
2: yeah, relevant. Yeah. I kind of I agree with that. Like I would I would agree with that.
1: Um, like a, Rollins match, you know, it's gonna be good. Like
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Like if when he's the- winning or losing,
0: regardless of the outcome, when it comes to Rollins, you know you're gonna get like a A plus matchup with him, no matter who he's in the ring with.
1: And you want to watch it, you know what that's, I mean? Like that's the biggest thing is like you want to watch them. Like you're like win or lose, for a belt without a belt versus especially. the main guy on the card versus you know uh, a dude that just got caught up from NXT. You know, it's 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 Rollins,
0: especially now like since he's come back with this visionary type thing that he's been doing. Like mm-hmm. his, I think he's probably at the best level that he's been in so far in his career. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where like, dude, like Rollins is on point. Like, there's not really anybody on the roster right now that can really, like, there's a lot of guys that come close, but like Rollins is just kind of like edging out a little bit as far as like in-ring work, Mike Rourke, storytelling. Um, They say he- like... So he's, a has been phenomenal. Oh.
1: he's a total. He's a total package. Absolutely. Like Roman Reigns has the name. He has the, the the draw ability. Not the best wrestler in the world. Uh, not the best talker in the world. Uh, there are some um uh, stars that are probably talented in the ring, like AJ Styles, Finn Balor. Um, or just to name a few. Um But uh I would say Rollins is better on the mic than AJ for sure. Uh and probably better than Finn. Yeah. For sure on the mic. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He just had like the like WWE, he's probably the best. Like if you if I was starting a company and they had a draft like wrestlers. He would be my first overall pick, probably, just because he can. He has it. He has it all. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I think he's one of those guys too that's gotten a little more um, uh, freedom as of lately, as far as like his promos and stuff goes, um, which you can definitely tell, especially, um, with this program with Riddle. Like, there's been yeah. a lot more. Seems like there's a lot more freedom going on with that than there was. Um, prior
1: and you believe
0: administration, so to say so,
1: and, and and you believe it, you know wrestling's fake and uh, it's predetermined and but you, somehow you still believe it, you know what i mean it, it's yep.
0: good but I think they're doing great with Lashley, like most like the Lashley at all, like as far as like being the u s champion, um triple h has really gone into focusing more on those um the workhorse titles pretty much like the u.s title the intercontinental title um trying to make them a little more relevant and a li- and make them mean something now uh, i mean which,
1: Lashley sure. was on a on a row with the with the uh hurt business they should have never broke that up
0: and no like the hurt business was like one of the best factions they had rolling and yeah yeah they could have turned them face and we could have got like matches between the hurt business and the bloodline which would have been awesome so yeah. just see the ring work alone with shelton and cedric versus the usos would have been absolutely amazing
2: mm-hmm.
0: but i think they, they did drop the ball in the hurt business but um yeah. But them trying to focus more on the IC title and US title, especially since um, there doesn't seem to be any plans to take the, the any of the titles off of Roman right now. Um, so if he's not going to be on the show or defending the titles every week, you need to have something for your storylines to focus on revolve around title wise. So why not use your IC title and your US title?
1: And there's been times where, you know, like the Intercontinental title meant something. You know, when Michael
0: oh, had it, Fred had it. Savage, Steamboat, um, like, these guys that were, like, even, like, they, they were main event talent, and they, they had the Intercontinental Championships. And usually that meant, like, hey, you're Intercontinental Champion. We want to see how you do with this. Like, you're over with the crowd. We're going to put this belt on you. And obviously the next step is, you know, WWF title. And that was the same in WCW. You know, you got the U.S. title. And it used to be like, you were guaranteed, like, you won that championship. And now, you have, an, uh, you know, you you get that shot at the World Heavyweight title. Which is what they did. Because remember when Goldberg won the U.S. title, like, he plowed through a few guys after that. And then he got his shot at Hogan for the World title.
1: Yeah. And then, the, only, like, the only time but, I drop the ball is when the U.S. title is. I think Steve Austin had it at one point, didn't he? Yeah. Or was a TV title?
0: Uh, Austin was, I think Austin was TV. The TV?
1: TV? I can't remember if he had the TV or the U.S. title. But
0: uh, He definitely had TV title, tag titles. I don't remember. He may have been U.S. champion at one point, too. Because he was getting then, a pretty, pretty decent push um, as part of the Dangerous Alliance.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and then Chris Benoit was uh, another one that had the U.S. title that day.
0: But he did get his um, he did get his world championship shot though, and I think they did put the title on him before. His, but his, yeah,
1: his, his,
0: his that was when they were
1: trying to keep him. They're yeah. trying to keep him. Yeah, yep. but it like, should have no. happened
0: before so, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we had like if they go back to like that, we're like, oh, all right, intercontinental champion. Let's go ahead and let's take these guys, give them the IC title, give them the US title, and then yeah. we'll transition them to like. You know the world championship or whatever like see how well they run with us but having guys like um walter or sorry gunther and lashley as your like your mid card like workhorse champions like, these guys are phenomenal to begin with like i want i want to say phenomenal like they're they're amazing in the ring they're great to watch yeah. Especially like this point in Lashley's career compared to when he first came into WWE. Like, it's a little more entertaining than that first round. The uh, Gunther,
1: though, they need him on the fast track for the WWE title.
0: Like, oh, Gunther versus Roman? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) You don't have to have him versus Roman, just have him as, like, He's the perfect kill. Like he's got the the fucking ugly yeah. face. He, he's at,
0: he has it all, dude. Yep. As long as they don't do the stupid like I'm, you know, foreign, so automatically heal type thing and anti. All no, no,
1: no, 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 that, no. That's that's what I want. I want him to be like, hey, I'm foreign. Um, USA sucks. Uh, <laughs> you want that old school. Like, I want that 1980s, yeah. like, fucking USSR. <laughs> <laughs> heel. You know That's what right.
0: I mean? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, the Make America Great Again heel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to jump around here a little bit. uh, Since we were talking about, like, the title like certain titles, having, uh, more prestige on certain wrestlers. Um, Jericho, uh, defeated Claudio Castanoli this week on dynamite to become the ring of honor champion. Um, <clears throat> but we talked about Jericho being, you mentioned Jericho, like getting the IC title or us title or whatever, being, being an older wrestler, um, putting a little bit more, um, I guess a little more experience behind that belt and a little more recognition because of the, the name value of the talent with the title. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that would be the same as Jericho as ring of honor champion for a title that really doesn't have a title for a promotion that doesn't even have a TV show. And has only done like a couple pay-per-views since it was bought out by AEW.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, there's a lot of promotions out there with uh champions that doesn't
0: have like a, a uh a TV show. So I don't follow yeah, like you're looking at like a, a title that was nationally recognized. Like a lot of people like wrestling fans, especially the the hardcore yeah. fans know the Ring of Honor Championship, know the Ring of Honor company, the history yeah. behind the title, the company and everything. Yeah. But without like Does it still have that same importance being on Jericho if there's not like a dedicated Ring of Honor show?
1: No. Well, I mean, the show to me kind of like has nothing to do with the equation.
0: Okay.
1: Like to me, like putting it on Jericho doesn't make a whole lot of sense than just like, oh, it's Jericho. So we're going to give them. It just looks like another notch that Christian talking about. Adding, bring yeah.
0: on adding the stats, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the match was awesome. Like it was a great yeah. opener to Dynamite Wednesday, but <clears throat> yeah. like they should have been something that they keep the title on Claudio instead of padding Jericho's stats with a Where? with another title. So.
1: So when Jericho won the AEW title, like the first ever AEW champion or whatever, that it, made, made sense. It, it made right yeah, this new company, it's it's starting up, and after that, they're like we're competing with WWE. Like um, so yeah, putting it on Jericho is 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 cool or whatever, but like this to me is like having, like, I don't know, like, The Rock coming out and winning the NWA title. Like, of course, yeah, like, it's The Fucking Rock, but it's like, all right, so why are you the NWA champion on, like, YouTube? You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. So I think the the Ring of Honor title already has some name value and, like, prestige behind it with guys like, you know, CM Punk. Uh, Brian Danielson, um, AJ styles, uh, Seth Rollins, um, who's Tyler black in. Jay lethal. Lethal. Yeah. So you, you have these guys that are like recognized talent and, you know, respected talent that have held that ring of honor championship. I really don't feel like, like Jericho is going to add more prestige or recognition to that title. Especially if he's not gonna go out to you know East Bumblefuck Texas and defend the title against Joe nobody.
1: Well I think Whereas... the thing too the thing too and the reason why I didn't really care that uh that uh cesaro won it or whatever he goes whatever Cannoli Casanova or <laughs> <laughs> Audio, audio <laughs> to me to me like back in the day, uh Ring of, Ring of Honor was kinda seen as like, you know, like an independent promotion almost. But like they still have like pretty good talent on there. And so like when you saw the Ring of Honor champion, you're not like, Okay, that's the champion or that's the, the biggest thing in wrestling. You're like, no, that's the next big thing in wrestling. Like, okay, this guy is going to be the next big thing. He's going to show up on, like, WWE or TNA yep. or, or um, Absolutely. uh, AW. Like, he's going to show up and be the next big thing, whereas, like, just putting on Jericho's, like, Jericho's already been the big thing. Like, he's not the next big thing, and that's kind of what you want out of your ring on or not. You don't want a bunch of people that you already know. You want to find the guys that you don't know.
0: Yeah. Cuz like we mentioned like Tyler Black, Seth Rollins. Look where he's at now. Yeah. Um CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. Um unfortunately like Jay Lethal had some success in TNA, like X Division Champion, um Tag Team Champion. I believe, I can't remember if he held the TNA world title or not, but like, I think if he would have went to WWE, I don't think he would have achieved as much as like a CM Punk or Brian Danielson, uh, especially at that time frame without an NXT. But like still being like one of the longest reigning uh, champions in Ring of Honor, like that, still says a lot, and then people still recognize the Jay Lethal name, and will pay at like an indie show at a bingo hall, you know, the twenty bucks because Jay Lethal is on the card as yeah. Ring of Honor champion.
1: So yeah, Jay Lethal, t- technically, like after his title run was done, if he wanted to sign with WWE, he probably could. I don't yeah. know why he like didn't or doesn't i mean everybody
0: has their own yeah honestly i think aew has a lighter schedule than um wwe does they don't do house shows yeah. um it's all it's dynamites or rampages there's no actual house shows which i think yeah. kind of hurts some from the talent not being able to run the matches as frequently mm-hmm. so that's we see a lot of botches uh whereas you know wwe doing these live shows you see them you know testing stuff out in front of like a live crowd or seeing like okay let's see how the crowd reacts to say like ronda and shana baszler tagging together or um hey ray mysterio has come joining the company let's put him on our live loop and see what kind of reaction he gets from the fans let's put him with like freaking christian and see how well they do you know stuff like that like and then like you'll get those programs like you know, Ray Mysterio debuts on TV and he feuds in Matt Hardy. So like oh. you see that at a live event like three months before he
2: debuts on the on the on SmackDown. So Yeah. So
0: but I agree. Um with all that. I think Jericho it's gonna add some name value to the title, but I like, I don't think it really needs that for Jericho I mean, being in that so champion. That-
1: it doesn't do anything for Jericho's career, and Just it, has, it doesn't really do anything for Ring of adding Honor. adding
0: another stat. But does it really count though as Ring of Honor champion if your main company owns that championship belt?
1: Well, I don't know. They Hardy Boys and other Boys like claim that they're the championship.
0: See, I don't count that. I don't count those as like. You were not. You weren't WCW tag team champions. You never won those titles in a WCW ring. Same thing when um the WWE CW. You were not. Mm-hmm. You know a true ECW champion. You won that title in a WWE branded ring. Okay. Yeah, the ring skirt may have said ECW on it, but that little branding in the corner of the TV screen said WWE. So. Um and everything else like trademark WWE all this stuff. Yeah. It's like I I don't count those as actual like WW or ECW WCW title wins. Like it just it's not the same. You you didn't win those in WCW or ECW. No? <clears throat> Chasing rabbits. And you know. All right. Uh, so there was that. Let me bounce back here. Um, We're going to get into a little bit here with actually a lot of it. <laughs> uh, there was a QR code that popped up on Raw uh, during a segment with Austin Theory. It's kind of like in the background, like on a paper. Um, uh, When you scan the QR code, it sent you this little video of a rabbit going through like a a doorway like maze type thing and then you got a, a video of someone playing hangman and it says like like what happened to the world or something like that and then like the answer for the hangman thing was like you did and then like you got a time which was 923 or something like that it was
1: 923
0: so main event on raw 923 the lights go out and turn red in the arena, which happened to be during Alexa bliss versus Bailey. And I believe there was something else that was supposed to be teasing something for SmackDown tonight too, which I didn't see exactly what happened on SmackDown. I know there was another QR code. Um, I'm not sure where that went to, but it was like backstage and flash real quick. Uh, During a backstage segment with uh, the Street Profits and Hit Row. But there was a maze on WWE.com. That you go through the maze. You get the rabbit to the center of the maze, which is a door. Goes through the door. And it gives you latitude and longitude
2: for Raw. For the arena for Raw next week, which is in Canada. Okay. and of course during are live events, they're playing uh, White Rabbit by uh, the Jefferson Starship uh, yeah <clears throat> yeah, sounds <soundtrack>. right
0: yeah <laughs> so, been playing that and then they played it, you know, for the live crowd uh, during yeah. Raw and Smackdown too, so
1: um, Are you ask me if Cody Rhodes is coming back? Is that what you you're asking.
0: I don't think it's Cody. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely not. Cody.
2: <laughs> so,
0: all the roads to this lead to, like, for fan speculation, we all believe it's Bray Wyatt.
1: Which we, we thought in. the Judgment Day was Bray Wyatt. So
0: yeah, yeah. This kind of makes a little more, a little more sense, and plus the um. The graphic for Extreme Rules behind uh, Rollins and Riddle, there's a lantern and fireflies. So I don't know if that's just someone like being a dick and like planning that there to like, hey, ha ha ha, like trying to be funny, or if they're actually foreshadowing to a uh, possible return of Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules.
1: Do you think you do it at Extreme Rules or do you think you do it at uh, Survivor Series?
0: I would say Extreme Rules to get him on the Crown Jewel pay-per-view.
1: Uh, maybe Dave Bees at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view.
0: That could be a possibility, too. Um, so the big fan theory going around all this, too, um, with the rabbit... um. So people are starting to draw connections to uh the rabbit tribe from Lucha Underground, uh, which carrying Cross was known as the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground. Um, of course that was the Paul London and like a couple other guys. So they're saying that people are starting to think, put these conclusions together, these theories together, that the Firefly funhouse puppets represent specific wrestlers on the roster. With Ramblin' Rabbit representing Cross, um, Abby the Witch would be Scarlet, mm-hmm. uh, Mercy the Buzzard would be Dexter Loomis, and Huskis the Pig would be Braun Strowman. So with Bri- um, Bray being the, the leader of the stable with the four
2: of them involved in it. That would be killer.
0: <clears throat> I, I want it to happen like, cause it sounds awesome, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's what we're going to get.
2: I don't think so.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't, don't think, think, um, I think we're going to get Bray. Um, and, Alexa. and I think we may see something with Alexa cause they talked a lot about Alexa blister in that main event. Um, especially Bailey's promo between the two of them about her being a shell of her former self. Um, they talked a lot about her, you know, different personalities over the last couple of years. And then like, they were playing more on the therapy thing too. Um, so I think we may see Alexa involved or at least brain involved with the, with Alexa again, yeah. or at least like some sort of, um, resolution to that before we
2: go on to anything else. But I think that that's my my fan theory. Yeah. Because they, they spent an awful lot of amount of time
0: talking about um Alexa's it, past and personalities and
2: stuff. So.
1: Dude, my fan my fan theory is uh Alexa's gonna go out to the ring. And sing a duet with uh, Lance Bass, Joey Fatone, and Chris from uh, <laughs> NSYNC.
0: And her and husband, then, Cabrera is going to join them with his guitar.
1: <laughs> and then, then, no, then the next thing you know, Justin Timberlake is going to come out and sing the theme song for Bray Wyatt. <laughs>
2: Oh, that'd
1: be awesome. Alexa will leave her husband and the mediocre members of NSYNC and head out into the sunset with Justin and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Book oh, me your I'm available for hire.
0: Hire him. Give him a contract. <laughs> oh man,
1: that's awesome. Can you imagine how good wrestling would be if I was in charge? It'd be either oh. the best shit it'd be either the best shit you ever seen or like the worst shit you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> would not be anything in between. Like, nope. fucking Winning ratings or fucking go bankrupt.
0: Oh, this is fucking amazing. Oh, my God. This fucking sucks.
2: <laughs> the hell happened Within a week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, what else we got here? We're talking. AW
0: is looking to, I think, did we talk about this last week? Less emphasis on their title rankings. I don't
1: know if we talked about uh, that. I, did we talk about that? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um so much stuff in the group chat. It could just been group chat, but I can't
0: might have been. I don't know. But, uh, real quick, like in case we did, we'll like a little recap here. Uh apparently AEW is going to take more focus off their title rankings. Um, as far as like the win loss record, stuff like that. So I mean they haven't really been paying attention to it anyway. So it just doesn't make any sense at all to continue doing something that you're not using. Uh, But I guess they're still going to keep the stats updated on AEW's website. But, yeah, just stupid shit. Um, Title rankings, speaking of title matches, we did have three on AEW, aside from Jericho winning the Ring of Honor title. The acclaimed are your new AEW Tag Team Champions. That place went nuts. whole lot of scissor daddy asses. Like all over the place. So and it's finally the wins some tag team gold. Uh just kind of sucks that they won the AEW titles before um FTR did.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: But at least they did something right. Uh when they've been doing a lot of wrong. So I, I'll give them credit for doing something right. Yeah, the
0: crowd, uh, fans, freaking love the equipment. Like that. everyone loves the so, game.
2: <laughs> it's great. definitely uh, Too cool,
0: 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> I think once the uh once they started the uh, the scissor me daddy ass is what just put them over the top. Like that. Yeah. That's probably like the best thing that that they could have come up with. So. <laughs> Uh, so we had that, and then we had the uh, the finals to the, the Gold Rush tournament, uh, which is Mox versus Danielson. Uh, Moxley is now your three-time AEW world champion. Uh, kind of sucks. I was hoping they were going to give it to Danielson, but the match was really good. So if you didn't get to see that this week, um, definitely go back and check that out. Really solid uh, match. And I don't think, if I remember correctly, I don't think there was any blood. I think Mox actually got through his second match in AEW with no blood.
2: Imagine that.
0: think. I might be wrong. I'm going to have to...
1: uh, I mean, he probably, uh, like, kind of televised stuff where he didn't bleed that was, like, on TNT and not pay-per-view. I think he's bled in, in, like, every pay-per-view for sure. Well,
0: he's he's bled every single match he's been in. Just about like even on like dynamite like he'll he'll have a match where he just bleeds for whatever reason,
1: yeah, likexley's Moxley's all right uh, just like right now with the company, though, like I don't know if he would be my champion, but
0: no, I honestly, I probably would have ended that show with m j f um Cashing in that casino chip and taking the title from Moxley.
1: Hey, I don't know. Though. I, when MJF wins the title, I don't want him to win it off Moxley. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he needs to win it off of like Danielson or like a good. He needs to win it off a good face, like a good face.
2: It's got to be a
0: decent storyline. Like if they, if punk would have been able to keep his shit together, um, and actually give us a a remaining story arc for him and MJF, I think with MJF and that title from punk, that, that crowd would have went apeshit for that MJF title. They're still going to go freaking nuts when he wins that title. But I think I honestly, I think it'd been a road warrior pop. Um, once, once he won that title off of punk.
1: I just wanted to win it off of like a, like a face face like,
2: like a, like a Danielson or, a, uh, maybe
1: give like like
0: Adam page. Or yeah. So, well, I guess um, there was a battle Royal tonight on rampage and Adam page won that. So he'll be taking out Moxley. Um, on I think it's on Dynamite Wednesday night, the yeah. World
2: champion. Um,
0: so we had that, and we also had the surprise debut of Saraya, uh, formerly known as Paige. Uh, AW. The only thing I can say is, I hope to God she's not gonna wrestle, not that she's a terrible wrestler. I just don't want her dying in an AEW ring.
1: Why is she going to die? How is she going to die?
0: I Well, WWE wouldn't clear her because of her medical issues.
1: But what's her medical issues? Like drugs? uh,
0: No, like spine, spinal oh. injury, neck injury. Because remember, she came back from that injury that put her out for a while. And then she came back and she took that kick from, I think, one of the Bellas and it re-injured her, um, like her neck and spinal injury. So Uh, she's been, she hasn't wrestled since, like that was
2: her last match. And that was like four, maybe five years ago, maybe a little less than that, but but, like, I just don't want to see her. I thought she had a drug problem. She did prior to that. Yeah. We'll choose on um, with Del Rio. Um, yeah, she's sober now. Um, but like with half of
0: AEW's roster, like, how can you trust them to be in the ring with her without like injuring her? Like Paige Maybe. versus Brooke Baker, how soon? How how quick? So she gets injured in that matchup.
1: That's why I said make it more interesting. Like, oh, Paige killed somebody. I mean, Britt uh, Baker, Baker killed somebody.
0: She just killed Paige. It just doesn't make sense. Like, why bring her in? Where she can't wrestle. Or like, do anything of value.
1: I think she wanted to wrestle. But WWE went clear, so she left to go wrestle for somebody else.
0: And, and that's pretty much what it's what it's going to be. So I think she's going to end up... I think she's going to end up wrestling again for AEW. I'm just, like, afraid that something else is going to happen. Because, um, like, I love Paige. Like, she's one of my favorites. Uh, or was one of my favorites while she was wrestling. Um, like, I just don't want to see... With how green a lot of these women are in AW's women's division, like the wrong damn move, and like she may end up paralyzed. You know, like she got lucky that didn't happen when she was in the ring with the freaking Bellas.
2: That's about one of the big things there. Um. All right, well, yeah, that was pretty much everything for the week. Uh, everything I had in the notes to talk about well, that was quick.
1: <laughs> That's what I said we had a pretty short show,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's another episode this week. Um, I don't know, you got anything before we get into like theme of the week and stuff, or
2: no, I mean, Titans off I <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much, so much coming up. Like
0: the Raleigh area, like wrestling towards the end of like the next couple months is like insane. Are we going?
1: Are we going to uh, to big time wrestling?
0: I want to go. I want to go to big time wrestling. I-, I think I'm pretty much, um, pretty much sold on that one. Um. Yeah. I might be able to actually pull off both of them, Big Time Wrestling and the uh, FWE one, because I think FWE's tickets are like like their cheap sheets. Their cheap seats are cheaper than Big Time Wrestling, so it okay. might be something can pull off there. And they're both at the Dorton Arena. Yeah, but I mean, we're getting the return of the Dragon, Ricky Dragon Steamboat, returned to the Dorton Arena and is actually going to wrestle. Yeah. Like and then on top of that, we're getting the Rock and Roll Express versus the Briscoes. Yeah. Like, I've I've never seen the Briscoes wrestle like in person, like live. So I Yeah, neither. yeah that's that's one of the things that I want to see. So I'm I'm pretty psyched for that. And then Steamboat, like seeing Steamboat
2: wrestle one last time. Like yeah. that
0: that's something cool to
2: me. Like I, I um, have seen him wrestle. Yeah, so oh, I was mean, like, blows, that
1: was fire, though. Like, dude, did that come out of the neck? i fire.
0: <laughs> That's the uh, like, my big thing. Like, when I was growing up, like, we barely got wrestling in our area. If we did, it was like at the county fair. Like, and I saw, I don't know if it was actual Matt born Doink, but there was somebody there wrestling as Doink. Uh, they did have ink with them as well. Um, I saw Axe from Demolition. And I can't remember who else. I think those were like the two biggest names on the, the card at that point in time. Um, but that was like my first live wrestling event was at the fucking county fair with Doink and Axe. Which looking back on it, like, oh, that was pretty awesome. Like, yeah. um, Especially Axe Russell. It just sucks that it wasn't like... Axe and smash, but I'm gonna take what I can get. And I think it was actually Dwink and Axe in the main event. Um but yeah, so I didn't get there wasn't like a whole lot of wrestling in my area. Like that didn't require like a two to three hour drive to go see.
1: Mm. I get to see all kinds of good shit, so I can't complain. <laughs>
0: And then apparently you just go to a you know random high school football game and you know Jeff Jarrett's working your concession stand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or go to the airport
2: and well, I
1: don't live there. I take used to live there, so like you'd see him at the airport and stuff.
0: But. You want butter on that popcorn? <laughs> yes, Jeff Jarrett. I would like butter on that popcorn. <laughs> j-e-double-f-j-a-double-r-e-double-t and yes b-u-double-t-e-r sir (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah but i think that big time wrestling show is gonna be pretty solid especially since they just added rock and roll express and the briscoes so keep an eye on the rest of that card i think tickets are Tickets went on sale already, too, for that. Yeah. 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 We talked about it last week when, we were, off, when we we're done recording.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome stuff.
1: I'm pretty sure George South will probably be there.
0: Hey, he's always there. Because he, yeah. most of the, the talent that's on big time wrestling when they run through here is from uh, George South, is on AMW or AMLW or ALW, AML, something like that. Which is out of uh Winston's Salem. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: There's
0: a lot that he brings with him.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping that we get like another like big like North Carolina name. You know, like uh, Shannon I'm, Moore.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if um, they don't add Matt Hardy to that. Because usually anytime they roll through here, Matt Hardy's on that card. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think every big I think every big time wrestling event that's come through here, um, that yeah. Matt was not part of WWE. He's been on the card.
1: Yeah, the last one I went to, he wouldn't he wasn't on the card. But I think I he still may have been with the WBS.
0: Yeah, because I know when uh, Garrett and I went when they had Sting, um, he was wrestling uh, Ricky Morton in that uh, final deletion match. Yeah. A party, which kind of sucked because like you couldn't really see a lot because a lot of it took place outside the ring.
1: Yeah, the last one I went to, I won't say there wasn't there wasn't like any like big name uh draw. The main event was the uh um Nasty Boy. one half of the Nasty Boys teaming with Ellsworth versus.
0: <clears throat> so we're in. you went to the one that had uh cody
1: right oh no yeah i did go to the one that did have cody but that was the one yep. before yeah that, that was
0: one yeah. for the one that uh garrett and i went to
1: yeah the one I the one i went to had uh that one had uh the main event was supposed to have sabu but he, he no showed so the main event was gang girl and trevor lee uh, versus the Hardy Boys, which was like fucked up because Trevor Lee just wrestled uh, Cody Rhodes <laughs> in a like, match before uh, the tag team match. Like, right before,
2: like, he didn't get a break or nothing. Like,
1: they went straight from the Cody match to <laughs> the uh, the tag team match with Gang Girl and uh, the Hardy Boys. Um, but that was, uh, that that's was been like,
0: cool. that's been like a whole thing with Sabu, like, like no showing, like a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. I've seen Sabu live, uh, but
2: yeah, he, he has problems. You
1: never know when yeah, you're.
2: on, um, raw,
0: one of the raws I went to, I think it was in Rochester. Um, he was on that show. It wasn't like they were doing the. Uh, it was before the the first one night stand pay per view. Yeah, a few weeks before that.
1: I seen the uh, last time I seen Sabu, he versed uh, uh, Chase Stevens uh, in a fucking. I, it was at a a uh, church like a gymna. It was like a gymna. The church had a gymnasium <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> It, the main event was Sabu versus k Stevens.
0: Oh, shit.
2: So you saw they're billing this as the Rock and Roll Express's last match at the Dorton Arena.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Robert Gibson's retiring, then.
0: So you get the retur- a- we get the return of Ricky Steamboat to the ring, and then we get yeah. the last match like, the last Rock and Roll Express match in the Dorton Arena.
2: That's some yeah. history
0: right there. I would love to do actually, like, a retrospective like, history of some of the, like, the arenas in the area, like, the Greensboro Coliseum, the Dorton Arena.
1: Yeah, Greensboro Coliseum probably had some of the, the better ones, Uh but the Dorton Arena, I know for sure, like, like, I heard stories of like Rick Fire and Steamboat having like hour long matches and uh, Dusty Rhodes having like a lot of good matches Um, good matches here so
2: that'd be awesome like uh, that'd be a cool like documentary type thing like
0: the history of the History of professional wrestling at the Dorton Arena or something.
2: That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: I uh, don't know, we have to do some research. Look Lot
2: of research on that one.
0: Uh, so it looks like one so of what the uh,
1: was promo- what was it that was here. Was it Jim Crackett promotions or it might have been. What what was the like territory over
2: here? I I don't know on that one. I'd have to look that up. Because I want to say,
1: like, the, like, WCW before it was, like, WCW, it was, like, Jim Crockett promotions. And yeah. I want to say, like, the stuff, like, I seen was, like, Greensboro and Charlotte and stuff like that. So it may have been, like, Jim Crockett promotions, but I'm not 100% certain.
2: I like get NWA Jim Crockett. I wouldn't be surprised because like Crockett Promotions is big in this area. Uh, I don't know.
1: But I know Greensboro had like a lot of a lot of good paper reviews and stuff. Go through it. WCW Debbie.
2: Uh, NWA, they ran a lot of shows in here, uh, through Dorton too. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Jim Crockett promotions was like part of the NWA. NWA is like a a collection of different territories.
0: Uh, let's see. Dorton arena was a popular venue for professional wrestling in the seventies and eighties, sometimes weekly matches. Uh, Roddy Piper defeated Ric Flair. For the N.W.A. U.S. Heavyweight Championship
2: on January 27th, 1981. All right. Awesome. Wikipedia got like a whole list of like concerts at the Dorton Arena.
1: Yeah, I think they used to have an ice hockey, like a minor league ice hockey team uh,
2: played there too before they get the Hurricanes. Like some pretty, like, it starts off at like 62
0: with like Ray Charles, like Johnny Cash, Temptations, Beach Boys, Jethro Tull, Chicago Prince in 82. Oh,
2: yeah. You know?
0: Uh, the last concert they have listed on here is November 27th, 19... No, there's one nineteen ninety ninety with Petra. I don't know who the hell that is. But... Rat and Bon Jovi in 85.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rat and Bon Jovi.
0: <laughs> Rick James with Prince. <laughs> How did Rick James become the headliner over Prince? <laughs> well, I guess it was yeah. 1980.
2: Yeah, Garrett was probably uh, conceived at one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's cool! Awesome. All right, so I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week. So, um,
0: thank you guys for checking this out. Uh If you got any more, if you got anything you want to add or stuff you want to hear us talk about next week, or a question or whatever, go ahead and DM us on our social media. Just search Russell again Pod. 2Ds, 1D, it'll come up either way. Um, pick of the week for my theme. My theme pick of the week. Um, Hawkins and Riders original theme post Major Brothers, which was a pretty solid theme. I really like that. Theme. Um, so that'll be your theme of the week this week, and that's all we've got. So, yeah, episode 155. Thank you guys for checking us out and supporting us. About downloading and listening, and we'll check y'all next week. Later, Marks
1: Congratulations on Garrett for not having to use a condom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, <okay.
2: Woo-hoo. laughs>